<laughs> I'm gonna run the intro. Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen, sis? I'm your host, Hella Chlay, and welcome to Chlay Talk. Today, I got a very special guest. He needs no introduction. It's the one and only JL Jupiter. How are you doing, my bong? Gun check, gun check, gun check. Gun check. <laughs> <laughs> we do that every morning, man. We do our, you know, imaginary gun check. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is- Memo's a pro at I call him Memo. Y'all might call him as hella slay, but... You You're know, the only one that's allowed one. to call me Memo. You're the only one that's allowed call to call him Memo. me Memo. Me and Memo, we do gun check, imaginary gun checks every day. And he's, <laughs> I'm telling you, he's a pro at it. Because all I do is this. He'll do stuff like... <laughs> I switch it up, man. I switch up... <laughs> I switch up artillery. It's like, you know, uh, what's it called? Uh, you know, other day you did this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I appreciate you uh, inviting me to your first uh, podcast episode. Your first guest. I'm truly honored to be a part of Chloe talk. I've been a part of Chloe, uh team Chloe for the longest too, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we, we, we rock in here, man, for a good 10 years, dog. They don't know about our struggles. They don't know about our oh, adversity. Man. They don't know about what we've been through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of, of the, a lot of the great times is, uh, hasn't been captured on film. It's just memories that we always be talking about. And it's hilarious. You know what I mean? Oh man, we go, we go back like flip flops and waves. This is huge. <laughs> this is huge for you, man. Like seeing you in this type of light, like I'm actually super. Like I tell you all the time, I'm proud of you, man. Thank you, you know, man. Y'all, y'all know anything about uh, Memo or Chloe? He's very shy, man. He's very, you know, he uh, very quiet. You know what I'm saying? Very in, very shy. But this is a huge thing for him. And uh, normally, I would capture him. Y'all don't know this, but maybe we might get together and kind of like release some uh, some footage of the beginning music videos that we've done. Um, when you were just like super nervous, but you know, you kept doing it, kept doing it. And I, I was able to capture what it is that I want and yo, the rest is history, yeah. man. So, I, I don't think there was a, f- a video shoot that you shot for me where I wasn't nervous. <laughs> you was not, I, 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 I knew you was nervous cause the whole time you, your mouth would get dry. You know what I'm oh, saying? Man. You were lo- head was on a swivel looking around all the time, being all conscious and stuff. But I just be like, yo man, just can we curse? On here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uncut. Oh, I'm like, man, just do that shit, dog. Fuck what they talking about, man. Yeah, just man. Do that shit. Remember, it's like I, I always need some. Uh, I always relied on something. Like, yo, I need some coffee. I need some black coffee. I need some caffeine. <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't. Like, yo, like, I, I'm like a natural, like a my natural energy, like a natural high. Like, people that grew up with me, they knew, um, they knew how I am. I'm always like kind of hyper. So for me to like mm-hmm. get all in at, at this stage and like you know in my 20s Ooh. and 30s, like, yo, that's kind of weird. I was never like that in my teens. So. Yeah, I mean, midlife crisis, uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be uh, the fact that you were out here mainly by yourself, man. It took some time to actually get used to the environment, getting used to the people, getting used to me. You know, what I mean, you ain't know me from a can of paint when we first met. You just hit me up on DM. You know, you DM me, man. You slid in my DM, pause. You know, what I'm saying oh, yeah. on MySpace. <laughs> All right, yeah. Let's get into that. Um, yeah. Let's so, let's um, get into it. Let's get into it. So. um you know, um, I just want to uh, ask you some, like, how um, how you got started, um, not with just uh, what you're doing now with your uh, food stuff, but how you got started, like, with, like, YouTube and uh, just, like, um, putting yourself out there and how we met, leading to the DM story. Um, well, it's it's been a long process, just like anything, you know, when, when you, I guess when you're a YouTuber, 
for us, it's been like lingering in the back. You know what I mean? You, you, it's just a part of the culture. It's a part of your daily routine, especially 10 years ago. YouTube was like not as big as it is now, naturally. But I've been around it. I didn't know um, the type of success or the type of uh, monetary gains you can get from YouTube until recently. You know, a lot of us are, are scared of putting ourselves out there. That's a huge thing. So I've been around YouTube for a long time. And it wasn't until like a year and a half ago I took it seriously. And it's never too late to start. But um, as far as my background, like how we met, um, I was a, a hip hop artist at first. And you met me um, on you, like you found me on YouTube and you saw one of my first ever music videos at a train station. And uh, you I think it was you know, a natural, hit, bomb. natural, was it first, na I natural, yeah. it was natural or the struggle, one of them, right? I and saw you hit both. me up. You saw them both, yeah. I mean, Memo's actually responsible. Actually, Memo, I must say, Memo's brilliant. If y'all don't know that, he's um he keeps up with the times. Like he's one of the guys I go to and be like, "Yo, is this hot?" You know what I mean? Like, what are what are these artists doing these days? Because he's the one that's actually in love with the current generation, the current trends, the current technology. He's very into that. Like naturally into it. Like he's not forcing himself. Like I just be like, "Yo, what's the move? Like, what are they doing now?" And he'll just. He'd be like, yo, you got to check out this artist. This artist is dope, and for the most part, they're dope. So, um, yeah. you saw, um, you saw natural. You saw the struggle, and then you, you messaged me on MySpace. I think, and I think you messaged me on Facebook as well. No, it was a YouTube. Um, I messaged you. Oh, on, it was YouTube. Uh, YouTube. That's right. That's when they had a DM feature back in yeah. the day. So I slid in your YouTube DM. Throwback, 2010, yeah. I believe. And I'm like, yo, who is this guy? Like normally, I'm like on on like my um. The way I do things on social media now, I don't really look into my DMs as much because I don't know, like it, I don't be responding to it. But you're like, I looked, I looked at your uh, profile pic. I remember you had on a members, uh, members, members, jacket. Ja members only jacket on. And at that time, I thought it was dope because in, uh, I always wanted a members only jacket because most deaf was rocking it. Most deaf is like, mm -hmm. you know, he's like a low key fashion, like a little, you know, you watch, you watch, you watch how uh, most dresses like he's very like. He, he he may dress a little weird sometimes, but it's like actually by by design. But I, I saw you wear that. And I'm like, who is this guy? I didn't think he was Cambodian at first. But then um, it was like, I don't know what, what made me did it, like invite you to my house because I actually just bought a house and I just like, yo, just come through. Yeah, and, man. Uh, and we actually went the first time, like I picked you up off the Chinatown bus. We went to go get pho some Vietnamese food and stuff like that. I actually had my flip video camera and I, I made sure I interviewed you, interviewed you just to have some sort of like um, evidence in case you, you know, you was crazy or try to kill yeah. me or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was a but yo, you, it was some good times. You came down and actually just shot your music video off the humble, like just on some, all right, let's have some fun. That's been our like relationship. Um, that's how we actually built our names and stuff. We just did it just for fun like we just are right, you got a record come over come over and shoot it and you would we would shoot it knock it go viral for, you know that morning and don't go to sleep because of viral anxiety and stuff like yeah, that the and viral um, anxiety the addiction it was it was real like <laughs> it was it's real like, yeah. <laughs> that, that time the like, algorithm was popping like you know oh, you can drop anything man. it'll go viral <laughs> it, was, it was great to see like it was great to see the um, the process and just seeing how everything took off. And I mean, we didn't go viral. Well, you didn't go viral at first. Cause when we we're doing it, you were just doing, trying to do your music stuff. 
Yeah. And then I was I, I was a hip hop artist at the time trying to, to to launch my stuff too. And you know what I mean? And uh I formed a a little group. I ain't going to say the name or nothing like that, but we, you were a part of it and then we had another artist a part of it. And it was it was gaining some momentum and the, you know, I don't know if people really care about this, but we kind of broke off for a little bit too because of a little situation that happened. Uh, we're not going to talk about that. Um, we can't even. But I mean, it was just kind of like we. No, I don't want to bring up. I don't want to bring in mother. No others. You know, no other people's name. But oh, we yeah, kind of yeah. broke. We broke off. Um, we broke off a little bit after that, and I was feeling kind of bad. I'm like, damn, because I actually, um, besides you being part of the team, I actually like, you know, I could say I, I miss you, dog. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I miss Memo, man. Like. We used to hit each other on a DM and then we, we stopped talking for like a few months and I was just trying to get in contact with you and stuff like that. It wasn't until Miz had that video and he collabed with you. And uh, I guess he played Peacemaker at the time. And um, I was that like, was yo, we was, we was under the bridge. And I was like, yo, man, I just want to say, yo, I miss you, man. Like, you know, my bad on that. And, um, you know, I just want to, I don't, I don't know what I said specifically, but I just said something like, you know what I mean? Let's put that to the side and let's keep doing yeah. what we're doing. And right after that, it was like, it was history from there. Cause yeah, we bonds for life, man. Like, yeah. I appreciate you, like, like, inviting me over to your family. Like, when we first met, it's like, um, right away, I felt like I was part of the family. Like, and you're like my first, the first like Kamai family, Kamai homie that I met in the East Coast when I moved to the East Coast in New York. So 2010 and it's 2020 now. We we still homies for life. Yeah, man. I always um, when you, I don't really take in people a lot, but when I do, it's kind of like all or nothing. Like, you're just family to me. I'm going to make sure you come over my crib, go over my family's crib and stuff. But most importantly, I just make sure that make sure that you're actually in good health. You know what I'm saying? And always check up on you and make sure that you're doing uh, well. You know what I mean? And, and make sure that you're taking care of yourself. That's always been my thing, too. If I see a friend not doing so well, if I notice something, a pattern or something like that, I always even if they get mad at me. My thing is, as long as they OK and they get to see what I see. And just communicate. As long as I tell you the truth on how I feel about certain things, I always tell you that. Like, you know, a truth is is fast. It's straight to the point. If they get mad at it, oh, well. But as long as you're able to express it and not hold anything, um, you know, passive or aggressiveness thoughts or anything like that, as long as you're able to just get it out there, tell people the truth, you should never have a problem um, in a relationship. You know what I mean? So I've always been straightforward with you. Uh, with a lot of my friends too on how I feel about things so, you know things that I see as far as pattern uh, specifically with you that I was really concerned about so and you know mm -hmm. I'm proud of you dog you know you're back yeah, you back you, you know see what me through, like all, all phases so, you know so it's like I went, I went through the through adversity dog adversity yeah this theme for the season is called overcoming adversity but like yeah he see me at my my lowest you know like you know I was like I would say like probably 60 pounds heavier when we met and then a jail played a huge role in like motivating me to like yo lose that weight and then when it really hit me was like when you guys won the super bowl and you, we had that selfie footage of me jumping up and down <laughs> celebrating because not because the eagles won but mainly because <laughs> nobody likes tom brady i was rooting against tom brady you know uh, you know shout out to my new england pass fan don't get mad that you know i'm a seahawk so i was like yo i saw my belly jiggle like forty thousand times I'm like yo <laughs> Yo, that, that's not me. That's not the way I look. I was never that fat. And, you know, like, not till, like, in my late 20s. So I was like, yo, I, I, I got to get back. I got to get back, get back right. So I dropped, like, 60 pounds since then. And um, I Dropped feel good. Lot, I feel man. healthy. Remember when I used to have, like, all kinds of stomach problems? 
I used to like yeah. I used to have like a lot of flatulence, a lot of gas. Now I'm good now. I, I, bro, I know like, you slept over my house and I just be like, you okay, bro? Like <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, nah, man, you know, it's this is what happens when the dog's here and you know, this weather. <laughs> you was making all type of excuses, you know what I, was I mean? Blaming like, your do- I was blaming the was dogs blaming, for my allergies, man. You blame my you blaming Misha. Rest in peace, Misha. You was blaming Rest Misha. Peace, she I just love wanted... Misha too. I love Misha so much. Rest in peace, Misha. She was you like was a blaming dog, everything. Man. You was blaming yeah. the Everything for your allergies. I'm like, yo, what, 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 the Android got to do with your allergies, dog? Yeah. So, so I, so I did research, and then you know, it all had, it had a lot of that had to do with um, gut health. So the gut it's health gut- will have give you allergy symptoms. So it's really my gut health. I, my gut it's, health wasn't right at all. It's gut health and it's your habits. I know about it. I ain't gonna get into it, but it was your mm-hmm. habits at the time, and um, you know, Speaking your just, too. just yeah. your bad habits. And it's not much I can do for you when I'm not there. I can only tell you. And get on your nerves about it and hopefully hold the mirror up to see what it is that you're seeing. And, you know, gladly you saw um, the a video during the Super Bowl. And, you know, that's something that helped yeah, help like, you I get motivated. I like the way I look, man. I'm like, damn, I had like three chins. I'm like, yo, this is whack, yo. This, yeah, man. I got I to like, yo, get my life together. So I thank you for like, you know, pushing me. and like, yo, yo, Memo, you got to, you know. I'm worried about you. You got to lose some weight. I'm like, yeah, man. We used to walk like, yeah. What's that, Cooper River every day, man? Yo, you would walk. In that river. <laughs> I tell the people. I tell the people. Let me tell the people. Yo, he used to walk Cooper River with me. If y'all don't know Cooper River, it's a, a three and a half mile lake. Yeah. I'd say you would walk maybe about five hundred feet and start gagging. You know what I mean? Start yeah. like catching your breath and like straight up throwing up. Yeah. And then I know, you know, like I know what was going on, but. I know I you call, knew I what it was going. Allergies. I was in denial. I was like, "Yo, that's my morning allergies. That's what exactly. happens every mornings." But it's I know what normal. was going on. You I knew what was going on. <laughs> exactly. You 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 were kind of afraid to acknowledge what was going on, so you would make an excuse. But I would look at you like, mm, "Okay, man." You keep telling yourself that, man, until one day, you know, God forbid anything bad happens. But yeah. it never got to that point. But you would literally throw up everything. You know what I mean? Get it out and. um I, I would do stuff like that to force you to go out just to take a walk. You yeah, would be like, "No, oh, man, I'm from New York, dog. We walk <laughs> everywhere. We walk everywhere." I'm like, "All right, you know, like I, it's, it's obviously not helping you, man. It's really your habits and stuff." <laughs> My legs started like numbing up when we was walking Cooper River. I'm like, "Yo, this is not normal. I don't. This don't happen in New York." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're walking, you walk at your own leisure. But if you actually yeah. walk in to work out, like it's a little different. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, man, I'm, I'm, I miss our walks. I miss our exercise. We did a lot of activity, man. When we, when we hung out, we just threw football. You broke my finger. Tell them when you broke my finger. <laughs> I did not break your finger, dog. You just didn't know how to catch a football at that time. I, I, I tried catching it like this. The, the tip of the ball hit my middle <laughs> finger, and I couldn't move my finger. It was like this. It was like this for like three months. Your finger, we I had memes about, it, but your t- tip of your finger looked like a dolphin's head, man. Like it was like yeah. it was it was bad. <laughs> Yeah, I, I learned real quick on how to catch a ball. Never again, man. I was, I was, I actually threw. I, I could throw a football pretty good, and I didn't know that you didn't know how to catch a football. I was just and learning then, how to catch that time, so <laughs> I learned. I learned the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, still cricket till this day. <laughs> you got a humpback nail, dog. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Good we time. have. A lot of good times. Um, like I said, you family, so you just come over. Like it'll be like something like our relationship. Be like, yo, what you doing this weekend? Oh no, I'm gonna pull up. All right, pull up. And then you would sleep on the couch or in my other extra room, and then we would just literally knock out content. You know, like if anybody there want to know how to be successful on YouTube, it's really just consistent content 
you know, and that's what we were doing. Uh, we we shoot, and it's really not overthinking. We didn't overthink a lot either, you know, when it comes to skits and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And um, we we shoot and upload. We didn't even we didn't yeah like, shoot any, upload like, color grading. We just shoot right from our phone. Boom. Shoot upload, uh, refresh till our phone dies out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And then we we shoot the next one too. We should we'll, we'll, we'll like backlog. Yeah. We'll shoot like three or four skits, you know. And then like schedule post it. <laughs> we had yeah. a rhythm. We had a an operation. It was lit. Yeah, that was yeah. that was when like <clears throat> you know how they always say with certain platforms, you have to get in. Um, they always have restrictions later on. But at that time, I felt like that was like the golden era of YouTube, where a lot of people can build their name. You know, and, and and get their fame and stuff like that. That those are because YouTube didn't really have these algorithms. It was kind of like, if you had consistent content, you gonna get the views. You know yeah. what I mean? And then YouTube like kind of dialed back on a on their it's algorithm. Watch and, now. It's about watch yeah, time. Yeah, watch man. time now. Exactly. So a lot of people made their bread back then, made their fame back then. Um, so you know, we got in good. I mean, I'm still trying to fight that algorithm. Um, you on your way, bro. It's, you're it's like so, what? Oh, you're almost at 100k, right? So, yeah, I'm projected to get there by the end of the year. It's um, man, YouTube is like ups and downs, man. I tell you right now, like right now, you have to diversify, um, not just your channel, but your merch, your Patreon. Like, they're really not trying to pay YouTubers. They're trying to have the the fans pay the YouTubers directly with directly like now. donations, yeah super, chat, yeah, super chat, you know, Patreon, all that stuff. So I see a lot a of little... YouTubers moving over to Patreon. So it's like that's like the wave right now. It's the wave, you know. Um, yeah. Facebook, I'm on there too, and they would always send me messages saying, "Oh, you know, you you can um, create your own community and and have your own thing within Facebook and stuff." I'm like, I don't know. I I just don't. For me, I don't like begging for money on yeah. online. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I it's kind of uncomfortable for me. Yeah, I feel you. Like I don't know how to that, approach. That's the, the cult. I guess that's the culture now. I just don't like. I don't feel like yo. Can you guys send me some money through this? It's like, I feel like your viewership is enough, anyways, to watch, and and to give me the watch time. But for me to be like yo, make sure you guys find it in your hearts to send me some bread. You know, I'm doing a lot. Like I've done it a couple in my videos. It just didn't feel right, but I did it anyways because it goes with the time. But at the same time, I'm not. I'm I'm like the old school type of dude where it's like I'm gonna get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna get for. I'm gonna get to it, and um, people will see that. But I don't know. Maybe that's just how it is nowadays. You know? Yeah. People people but, would like less less than 100 subscribers and be like donate to my cash app. I'm just like. <laughs> Didn't put in no work yet, man. But I did put your Venmo uh, on on the on the on the graphic there on the screen. So if you guys do want to support the the movement and uh, JL's journey to hundred um, k, so he could keep the quality content coming, so you could pay for his you know his uh his quadruple hoagie sandwiches you know from a uh, from the the mom and pop shop. That's why that's what I uh, respect about you. You you uh you bless up the mom and pop shop in your when your neighborhood as well as surrounding tri-state area, which is which is which is dope. That's what uh that's what um you're doing differently. I think you, you're yeah. not afraid to go to the hood. So that's that's what's, what's what makes you that's what sets you apart from like the you know. Yeah. <clears throat> the I mean, you know, uh, people don't know my background either. Like I I do a lot of camera work for people. You know, within the past, uh, eight, I say, not even ten years. It's more like seven years. Because in 2010, I was an artist, and I didn't really start learning the camera until like 2013. 
So I'd say for a good five years, six years, I really uh, got down, learned the camera, learned a DSLR, learned how to edit proficiently. Like I was obsessed with it. And um, I only bring that up to let you know how I'm able to be successful with my channel that only has been, that only been around for like a year and a half, less than two years, I'd say. I, I use my skills as far as being a cameraman. I use my um, editing skills as well. Editing is key to everything. And um, I'm able to pump out, I think I did about 300 videos in, in less than 200 or less than two years. And people just don't understand that. Sometimes I shoot a video that morning and drop it within an hour. You know, like I feel like I'm really good at it, not to brag or anything, but I feel I'm pretty good at it. I'm able to put a story together and just put like some good content. And that's what people like. That's what people come for. It's not it's not just me eating in front of the camera. There's nothing wrong with channels that eat in front of the camera, but that's not my niche. I like to put uh, some good cinematography, some good editing together, some good hip hop music, some uh, hip hop instrumentals together and then uh, show off the places that I love going to, which is like either in the hood or food trucks or something like that um mm -hmm. and i don't want to be known as like hood eats like i don't really i don't brag about going to the hood i just go to the hood because it's like it's normal for me to go to the hood so good food got good food hood food got the best the best food because you get a lot of bang for your buck you know people in the hood ain't playing that like you can't charge people in the hood ten dollars for a burger you know what i'm saying and on the same token like for five bucks for a burger you're gonna get a lot of bang for your buck so that's why I love the hood, you know what I mean? But I can respect the people's hustle. They got uh, bills to pay when it comes to charging for like a $15 burger or something like that. You know, they might be in a, a, a prestige neighborhood. They might have a brand. They might have names. They might use some fancy words and ingredients. But yeah, I love it. But my mainly uh, my platform is mainly for mom and pop shops, you know, small local businesses and put them, put them on a platform because they're doing a lot of great different type of food and they've been serving the community for years. You know what I'm saying? Yo, shout out to Helich Lloyd for being a great host today, man. This dude is, he got Thank notes you. and all that stuff. He's really <laughs> impressing me, dog. This is the platform you want to get. If y'all want to get y'all promotion or, you know, get interviewed by Chloe Talk today. I'm telling you, this dude is email. a different guy. Info at Send them email. Info yeah. at I'm looking to speak to all peoples in all walks of life. I want to have diversity on this channel. So it don't matter if you're a musician or some kind of content creator, uh, you know, so, uh, community leader. You could be black, white, Asian, Latino. I, I want to, you know, I want to have a conversation with you and, uh, you know, share the world, uh, your story on my platform, as well as uh, build relationships. But um, going back to you, JL Jupiter, I, I admire your work, your work ethic. Um, how are you uh, able to have that? that drive, that killer instinct, the, the willingness to to go hard every day and uh, be consistent. Like, that's what I'm working on. I want to be consistent. That's my uh, that's my downfall. No, it's not your downfall. You Everyone has seasons of uh, killing it, right? Like, you've had your season of killing it. If y'all don't know Hella Chile within the Cambodian community, then you really aren't, I hate to say it, you really aren't Cambodian. Because there was a time when Hella Chile was dropping consistent content, you know, and not everyone's able to do that. Like years from now, I may not drop consistent content. I may go, you know, I have a family, we have lives and stuff like that. So for you, you've done, you've done your duty, dog. You know what I'm saying? So give yourself more credit. I always tell you, we, we've done it. We did it. We did it. The majority <laughs> of it together. So you were uh, absolutely, that. but that was you. Yeah. That was you, mainly you. That People love you for you and stuff like that. Yeah. 
So you had you had that season of just killing it. So my season is now. Um, <clears throat> one thing I've learned is to pace myself because I can have like overload. I can do things. I do things to a maximum, like a thousand percentage. And I, what I'm learning is to not go that hard. You go hard, but don't go hard, hard to the point where you expend all your energy. So going back to what you were saying, how I'm able to just crush it. I don't know. It's just like something that you just like when it's kind of cliche ish, but when you love something like they're really, you don't really check your watch. You just do it. You love it. You go to sleep, wake up the next day thinking about it. That's how you know it's real. That's how you know you love it, what it is that you do. Now, so a lot of people are denying what, what they love. Some people may love to clean up, but you know, it's not the most glamorous thing, but they think about it all the time. You know, that's a good sign to start your own business of cleaning up. For me, it's like what I love to do is film. I love to edit and I love to eat. So I wake up every day thinking about how I can make my channel better, what type of techniques and editing techniques and effects I can use, um, what places I can go visit and stuff like that. So I, I think about it constantly. When you think about something constantly like that, it's more than a hobby. It's more it's more like a passion now. It's a, something that drives you. You know what I mean? Everyone has, <clears throat> excuse me, everyone has that 1,000% uh, 1, 1, focus when they see light at the end of the tunnel, man. So I think I have, I think I have enough drive to take me to the, to my next destination of goals and my next exit plan to it. So I don't think I'm going to stop anytime soon. I know I won't stop anytime soon because what I do now is uh, I don't have to hire no camera crew. I am the camera guy. I'm the editor. I am my own brand. I am my own personality. And that's what makes me future proof. That makes me um, uh, a YouTuber. YouTubers are able to do it consistently because they have an easy workflow. Um, and if you don't have that where you have some sort of dependency, uh, it's going to be tough to keep up with the demands of content. Um, when did you um, first start shooting food vlogs and how did you decide to wake up one morning and just like, I'm going to be a foodie and I'm going to stick with it? I didn't, I didn't wake up deciding that. <clears throat> I was like I said, I was doing music videos for people in the past, mainly, you know, hip hop artists. And uh, I needed an exit plan because I, I've seen the, the market for videographers, as they call us, or camera guy or, or you know, video producer or director. Right? Yeah. A cinematographer, you know, I've seen the market go down. I've seen our value go down as, as uh, people that shoot music videos. Yo, let me or get any a type hype of content style video for uh, for two hundred. Can I get a hype Williams style video for two hundred? Exactly. You know, I've started seeing the trend of that because when I first started, it was good. That's not too many people was doing it. Then, just like anything, you know, with technology being more accessible to people and cheaper, everyone picks it up. They start learning it. They start to water down the market. Yeah. So um, I've recognized that I still did well. You know, don't don't get me wrong. I still did well in in the uh, flooded it. market, <laughs> but I needed an exit plan. Um, for the dependency and I had this skill set of doing really dope type of videos for people and I think I'm a pretty good good guy on camera and I just love to eat so I just wanted to do content that was that was different in the area no one well no one else was doing it but I had like that nice professional quality look that a lot of youtubers 
in the area didn't have unless they hired a, a camera crew. I'm like, yo, I have all these skills right in front of me. I have all these tools. And I just started doing it for fun, just like how we do anything. And it started catching fire. It started lighting a, lighting a flame within me. I'm like, I think I'm on to something. And then it wasn't until um, I did the seafood cheesesteak episode where it got really blew up. Oh, no. Prior to the seafood cheesesteak one was the one we did together in, in Harlem, the chopped cheese one. Chopped cheese? That, that had a milli, right? Uh, close to a milli. But that, yo, that was like, that gave me like 10,000 subscribers within a couple of days. Oh, so, wow. you know, people started seeing the quality and the content. And, you know, a lot of people have been telling me, yo, your quality is superb, man. It's, it's dope. Like, you know, you're going to blow up in no time. So a lot of people have been telling me, telling me this, but I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, it's all right. You know, because my eyes is kind of trained to see the quality to be okay. It can always be better. So, you know, after the chopped cheese episode was the seafood cheesesteak episode, then it was more videos and people were catching on, catching on. So it just created, I started watering, taking care of this seed. And I started watering it a little bit more. Then I started to see it growing to be beautiful. I started cutting the grass around it. And it's just really, it's turning out to be a beautiful, beautiful plant. And hopefully it grows into a marijuana plant so I can smoke it later. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. But yeah, it, 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 that's just what it is. Like it just kind of just built momentum. Sometimes you don't see it. You just have it already. You have the skill set already for it. You don't see it yet. And then, um, it's right there in front of your eyes. So now I'm just like a, a foodie. I, I like to think I'm like the top foodie in the area. Definitely. Um, you're like a world famous, Bong. I would like to say you're world famous. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. I got some fans across the nation and the world. You have, but You have like a global audience and like a cult following. So like yeah. you got the people that say first before I say first. It's just, <laughs> I, gave, I gave up on saying first. <laughs> <laughs> you remember You remember like when, when you would... Um, you would, you know, I'd see your videos when you post it up and a lot of fans would be like, first, first. I'm like, yeah, that's how you know you made it, man. And then I started getting that. I'm like, yo, I think I'm making it, dog. Like people are commenting first, first. Like I click like before I even watched it or something like that. I'm like, yo, those comments are I dope. I so fast as soon as I saw your video. Yo, shout out yeah, to the yeah. notification squad, man. We appreciate y'all. Also, um, I want to ask like, um, what are your plans for JL Jupiter in the next, uh, going forward like maybe what do you see yourself in five years and um do you plan on like hitting like netflix or like is that, what's your goal do you want to be on tv or do you want to yeah. take it to the top absolutely you know um th that's definitely in the works i mean that's not in the works but that's in the works for me my goals that i have um i've been training myself for that it could be netflix it could be food network it could be you know could be NBC, any of those networks. I feel like I have a skill set that's catered to today's audience, personality that's, you know, solid. You know, I feel like I'm a solid dude. And I go into places that um, need to be seen and heard, you know, that, that needs a platform that's been doing a lot of good business. So that's one of my goals. That's not my, my all, you know, that's not like the, the final destination landing spot. It would be great because, you know, of course, it it will be a, a bigger audience watching and stuff and I can quit, you know, quit my job and take care of my family and, you know, have some money in my pocket and get my family situated and stuff and take care of other people that's been riding with me. But I love that. You know, I love that. And that's the goal. That's the goal is to, to be, you know, one of the top foodies in the world. 
maybe even take classes on being a chef who knows man but um <clears throat> i want to i don't want to really tell you all my other exit plan on here i don't want to jinx it quite yet you know we can talk off camera about it but it'll, it'll be some other stuff that that's in the works but since you brought it up yeah the, the goal is to have um a show on maybe food network any of those any of those platforms you know what i'm saying i can even start off small with a smaller network or something like that and work my way up but for now it's like i feel like they don't know me to put me out there quite yet but a lot of people it's crazy i only i don't want to say it like this but i know they get a lot of ideas from my videos you know they may do a story on one of the places i visited because they watch my videos and that's all good because you know they're giving they're giving exposure to the to to some of the community uh storefronts but you know they got i felt like my time is coming where they're gonna give me my props right now they don't think i'm that serious but they might be waiting till i hit, hit a million subs or something like that or i don't know what they're waiting for but if they really want a good story they will come and interview me because my followers is 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 dope man they definitely uh support me and i want to give them a shout out you know my followers their name is the game changers you know what i'm saying I want to shout out the game changers out there. Y'all really real. Y'all putting in the footwork too. And, you know, y'all the best. That's all I can really say. Y'all the best. And was it last year where we went to, uh, um, when we, when we celebrated your 10K subscriber video? Was that last year last, or the year before? Yeah, last January. And now you're at 87K. Wow, that's amazing. That's, that's a crazy, that's crazy growth right there. Yeah, wow. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's because I, I remember when we was in YouTube studios, I didn't yeah. even have 10. I didn't even have 10K to get in there. Like I only got through through. Uh, I only got in there because of you. You know what I'm saying? And you yeah, brought you a guest in. Yeah, you brought Ooh. a guest in. And that was motivation. Like, um, you know, you, you helped motivate me, too, because I've seen the YouTube studios. It just opened my eyes, even though I've never been there yet. <laughs> as far as under my name goes, but that was just a good motivation um, to use to get my subscribers up and stuff like that. So uh, we went up there and I just, I was like, yo, I made 10 K and we did like a little video there. And then we went to go eat places and stuff like that. So um, the point is uh, keep people around you motivated, you know, just memo motivates me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got the new trees. They motivate me. My wife motivates me. A lot of people motivate me, um, you know, Naren, they motivate me, the 925 guys, all the, all those good people around me. So everybody here, we, we working and we moving and we motivating each other, man. Shout out to each and every one of y'all. His people are my people. Um, also, um, I want to ask, like, what type of advice or tips you want to give to, like, aspiring like YouTubers or people that want to get into what you're doing, like the, you know, f videos food vlogs or whatever or cinematography um it's, it's a lot of things but i'll just point out a couple or maybe a few um consistency is one of them you know if you need to like i tell i tell you again if you need to hire someone to come film you you're not going to make it in this business unless you're rich unless you're a millionaire you don't care to blow money um so learn how to shoot and edit yourself um on a consistent basis don't overthink it Secondly is uh, come up with your own style. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's cool to use someone else's format and then later on come up with your own style. But always try to come up with your own style. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, you're always going to be a clone of that other channel. 
and people don't really want to see that. If, if you're just a clone of someone else's channel, why don't they just watch the original channel? So stand out, you know, make yourself stand out, do something um, that you love and you're passionate about. But as long as you're consistent about it, I tell the guys this, think of YouTube. If you're going to start a YouTube channel, think of it like a department store. You know what I'm saying? People go to department stores, not because they have the same shirts in every department, the same white shirts. That's equal to just putting up one video. People go to department stores because you have a plethora of videos and content where people can consistently go to different sections of the store and search through it. So you're going to need a lot of videos and content so people can stay on your channel. So that's a good way if y'all want to like really have a visual thought about how your channel should look. It should have a lot of videos, uh, diversity and stuff like that, too. So that's my that's my tip um for you know briefly as far as opening up youtube uh, you just can't be scared either you can't be scared to put yourself out there so if you can do all that you're going to grow develop your own style keep putting out content it'll iron itself out you know what i'm saying you're going to have insecurities about things but as long as you're putting yourself out there and people can see the process that's what they love too right on yeah and um does gear matter or can uh, what what three pieces of equipment can they get started right away? I'd say like a little gorilla pod, a little mini tripod, and if they don't have a camera, iPhone. It's like you have some work done. If I could do skits on a certain type of people starting up their channel, it'll be the um, the people that talk too much about starting a channel. It'll be the people that buy all the professional gears because they think they need it. You know what I'm saying? Those are like the two type of people I run across with. Uh, I tell them. You have a phone. Use your phone. Phones are more more than sufficient. Think about the technology of phones today versus what we had ten years ago, Memo. Crystal clear, Bong. Like we didn't have we didn't have those type of phones oh, no, ten no, years I'm ago. I'm talking about now. We had crystal. Clear. I know. Yeah, but you asked me about yeah. We had the Nokia thirty three ten. We had Snake. We had the Motorola Razor. We thought that was popping, but it was like just a little, you know. Had color, but, but you know, color exactly. Snake. <laughs> ten years ago, you had to use a DSLR. Which costs thousands of bucks versus what you what you have now. Like if you just get like the iPhone 11 8. I, I'm, iPhone I'm 11 bit, 8. <clears throat> iPhone 11 8. <laughs> iPhone 8. I meant to say if you had the iPhone 8, <clears throat> that's more than even the six. Like all, all I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, we we don't want. I don't want to get an Android iPhone, but I just tell you, if you have an iPhone in your pocket, you can start shooting now. You have to learn how to edit. No one's going to teach you how to edit but yourself you know what i'm saying so if you can learn how to shoot and edit yourself that's a setup for success in youtube so you just need you don't need no gorilla you don't need no gorilla pod yet. you don't need none of that like just learn how to shoot get the experience on how to shoot with you know hold your hold it up first and start yeah, shooting and stuff right. like that that's all you just need your phone everyone has a smartphone nowadays yeah. if it's an android use an android learn learn how to just you know get yourself up to the point where you're comfortable enough to put your content out you know, real talk, I use my iPhone like 80% of the time for like my uh, my skits that's on the fly because um, the quality is good. I just shoot and upload so I don't have to like worry about offloading it to my computer and editing and, you know, yay, yay, you know, we call it the yay, yay process. So that if you want to shoot and upload, iPhone, the way to go is like, boom. And the quality is good. And you can use, you can blend it with your camera too. We use it for B-rolls, you know, we use a 4K 60 for it. the slow-mo. I love it. It's crisp.
crispy. I love it. iPhone is the perfect B-roll camera, and uh, I use it a lot in my vlogs, man, to 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 give you some pointers on how I do it. Um, but it's it's there. You got to learn it. It's not going to learn itself. So iPhone is where it's at. Awesome. So I think we covered like um, your um, your YouTube uh, career type. You know, I think I also wanted to touch on some other topics like some current events um, that are important. I think for our community, not just mm-hmm. our, not just not our, not just our like my community, but like community as a people. Okay, let's just talk about it. Um, let's see. We're living in like some. Uh, Weird times, crazy times right now. Um, like um, a few weeks ago, the whole uh, George Floyd murder. Uh, I was kind of like, I was going through it. Like mentally, I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. seeing everybody, seeing all the, the riots, like all the people, like you know, protesting and like all the you know, for all the injustice and like, and then like and then like Breonna Taylor and then uh, Elijah McClain is like. I think I just want to know um, what do you think about that, and um, how how can we as Asians be better allies to our Afri- African American brothers and sisters? Yeah, I was um I was devastated too. I said it in my vlogs, man, uh, it really took a toll on me emotionally. It took a toll on us, you know, my family emotionally, you know, for quite some time. And um, yeah, our, rest in peace, rest in peace. Rest in peace to um, to everyone that's fallen in the injustice of the system. Um, you know, your question is, uh, how can Asians be better allies? Um, yeah, yeah. Like I see, a lot of us are quiet. Like I feel, don't feel I feel like the quiet, um, their silence is deafening. Like it's yeah. You, you know, they say silence is violence, right? Yes. Or they say white silence is violence. But for Asians. Um, we can just, you know, every Asian person knows, uh, you know, that lives in the, the community, you know, the black community or something like that. They can do their part by um, supporting their own, you know, their, their community by um, seeing what's needed within the community. You know, what type of support is needed, you know, because there's been rallies, there's been fundraisers and stuff like that. You know, get to know your neighbors. Um not just you know don't say anything get to know your neighbors and stuff like that um support uh everyone's business not just you know asian business you know go ahead and support there's other business that's black owned um you can support them too you know Uh, but get the first thing foremost is get to know your neighbors that can diffuse a lot of tension you know that you guys probably are more um had more in common than you thought um but that goes for everybody, whether it's white, black. Just get to know your neighbors. But we can, we can help. Like we can listen and and not be so judgmental on on people. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, yeah, I don't. For me, I I make sure my own black brothers and sisters are doing okay. You know, that's how I'm able to do it. If there's anything type of protest I can do online or in person, I, I try to do my part by, you know, showing up, you know, showing solidarity and stuff like that, seeing how I can get involved. Uh, I don't know. I really can't give advice to other people what to do because I, I don't know where they stay at or anything. But for me, how I support it, 
I did online support. I showed up to rallies. I checked in with my brothers and sisters and see how they're doing and stuff like that to see they're okay. So, um, and just, you know, just talking about it. If they want to talk about it, you can always talk about it. Uh, so for me was that is just seeing what I can do to help, not necessarily putting my foot down to initiate help because I don't know, you know, I want to be allied by just how can I get behind you? I don't want to take no issues into a black issue. Like I can't speak up on any black issues because I'm not black, but I can help you by backing you up, by showing up, by supporting, by buying things. You know what I'm saying? Don't forget to buy things and support not, you know, black owned stuff, but, you know, just support local stuff too as well. So that's how I'm able to support my brothers and sisters in these times. Thank you. That's a great answer. I totally agree with you, what you said. And um, is there anything you want to say about um, anything that's going on in the world or any shout outs, any uh, <sighs> other things you want to talk about as far anything that we need to know? What's your favorite color? I have favorite colors, not just a color. I like red. I like black. I like green. <laughs> green or Kelly green? Um, I just I, I like Kelly green. You know, just because it's part of my part of my favorite Eagles team. That's crazy. I just said red, black, and green. That's. I think that's like the. Um, red, black. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> red, black, and green. That's like the. Uh, Jamaica. The flag for. Uh, RBG. What's RBG. You ever see the black flag, RBG flag, revolutionary, but gangster, dead prez. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, yeah, those are, wow, that's crazy. That, those, those are my favorite colors, actually. I love red. I love the color black because I wear it all the time. It goes well with everything. Green is just like, it's just a great, beautiful color. But sometimes I like yellow. I don't know. It depends on my mood and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I always go for either red or black or green. Those are the three colors I normally go with. I like oh, ask burgundy. me some 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 burgundy is cool burgundy is cool in the fall mm-hmm. i love okay. the look of it i'll ask you a question um what's your favorite book and and uh what's your books you recommend for people to read uh, to help their uh self-help or some knowledge gain some knowledge some knowledge yourself <laughs> yeah knowledge yourself <laughs> everyone has their journey um for me what helped me a lot was um this the self-help book um uh, 48 Laws of Power, The Art of Seduction. And I use that to this day. You know, the lessons that are taught, the history that was given as an example, I've seen it. Like prior to it, I think I read it back in like 2000, I want to say 2011 or something like that, 2010. But um, th- those books right there uh, taught me a lot in marketing. It taught me a lot on how to interact with people. It taught me a lot on just life in general, on uh, the game, the game of life, on, you know, I can see certain situations when someone are, when some people are beefing with each other. Let's say I think the first law is like never outshine a master, right? So it's like when I see it in pop culture or something that made the news and someone was team members with each other, who was it recently that was like that? Somebody was like that recently. Oh man, who was it? 
somebody was in the news recently. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So the reason why he got kicked out is because he tried to be too good. He tried to be better than the person that brought him in. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I'm talking about with the 48 laws of power. Um, even 50, 50, the, the 50th law of power was good by 50 cent. He got with uh, the author. I think his name is uh, uh, Green, Robert Green or something like that. The 50th law was good too. It was mainly just about um, uh, having no fear and accepting your faith. Those books are good. Um, I highly recommend those. And it's not a book where you read from page one all the way to the end. It's kind of like a book you read when you need to learn about something in a situation. So if you are, if you're an artist and you're looking to, um, you're going to a network event, there's laws in there that helps you out with that. Um, and one of them is uh, make a bold statement. Uh, never be forgotten. Don't get lost in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like those are laws actually in the book that teaches you um, about things. So the art of bullshitting, of uh, never being forgotten and stuff, it's all in the book that helps you out. I don't use that because I'm a, I'm a quiet type of dude. So when I go to networking events, you may not find me at networking events because I don't go there to put myself out there. But if you go, you have to go, then you might want to be remembered and read those books. It's a type of book where it's in sections. But if you're asking me what like uh, other type of books, self-improvement, I don't know. I, I used to read a lot, but now lately it's like I read everything on the Internet. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> the ebooks and all that stuff. I actually miss picking up books. Let's see. Let's see what books is behind me right now. Let's see. <laughs> Man, I'd be reading memes. You know, the, the, the best meme I saw was I used to walk into a room and wonder if people <laughs> like me. Now I wonder if I like them. It's the best quote ever. Look, it's a, let me show you. The 50th law right here. Y'all want to know about history? We got the new Jim Crow. And you keep this is a mean, great book. This is probably the most recent book I read by Robert Greene, Mastery. Mastery, um, in a nutshell, is uh, essentially in any type of specialty field, in order to reach that master position, you have to put in like 10,000, I think it's like 10,000 hours of, of actual work. Wow. 10,000 hours. Go ahead. And when, when I read that, I'm like, yo. I think I became a master in what I did as far as editing and stuff, because going back at the time, I would spend 10,000 hours. I would work a full-time job, be obsessed with it during work, come home, mess with the camera, go to the park, take thousands of pictures, come home and just look at it and just keep researching stuff. So I definitely feel like I reached a master level in my own right when it comes to cameras and just putting out good quality stuff, man. Definitely. Yeah, this is a great book. So if I need to pump out a book, this is a really good book to read. Mastery by Robert Greene, author of The 48 Laws of Power. Great book. My mom's an intellectual, man. I remember when your uh, your screen name was Jeff Intellect. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take that off because, you know, if you get a name like that, people will try to test you with some intellectual stuff. I'm like, you know, let me get rid of that, man. You, you are know, intellectual, one of the though. <laughs> one of the laws is one of the laws is you gotta play like you're dumb too. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, right. if I tell myself, if I tell people I'm an intellectual, you know, <laughs> they would expect intellectual stuff. So I had to remove that and be like, I'm just regular, a, per, a regular. They gonna person. hit you with the math questions. 
What have you done in 1962? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, man, what else you got for me, dog? This is a great interview, dog. This is the best interview oh, I've you. had since. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I'm actually. For... Yeah, man. Hopefully, like, you know, you know, I just want to see see you keep on growing. Like, you know, I would, I definitely would love to have you on, a, like, a follow-up interview, maybe, like, a couple months from now, because I think I think you're gonna get that hundred K sooner than later, Bong. I know you will because Yeah. You the man. I, I, I'm, every I'm, morning I'm, I get a notification. Woo, Gail. <laughs> this sandwich is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I click hella fast. <laughs> yeah, um this is a dope this is a dope platform because this can actually be a good platform during the winter times and stuff. You know, if we get the second wave, um, we could talk about pop culture too. If people want that, if people want to talk about, um, want to see our viewpoints on stuff, it, this is really dope. Yes, I'm actually, I'm actually enjoying this a lot more. I've, to be honest with you, I've been invited to quite a few Zoom meetings and Zoom interviews. I, I either declined or I just didn't respond back. Maybe because of um, my anxiety. Of doing it because I haven't done ever since my my rise I haven't done no, no interviews or anything like that with people because I I felt like it wasn't I shouldn't say it like that but I'm not I'm not gonna say it. I don't want to make people feel bad but I felt like this is more natural for me because I already know you and I know I'm gonna get some really good questions uh, rather than the generic type of questions like what's your favorite food <laughs> you know what to ask me because you know answer. you know me <laughs> yeah. But, yeah so um so, yeah, man, like, I plan on uh, having, like, all kinds of different type of topics, and it's kind of like a unscripted, anything goes type, too, you know, like, if there's anything on your mind, we can we can talk about it, and um, especially with, like, you know, with, like, other guests, like, you know, future guests, I, I want to, like, pick their brain, too, you know, like, they might be in a, a whole different profession, you know? And, like, yeah, man, so put, put, um, you know put put more like my people in the light you know we're not we're not thugs you know what i'm saying oh, we're definitely. not all gangsters oh yeah i wanted to say <laughs> something about that oh yeah the kamai stereotype can we address the kamai stereotype there was this meme going around east asian that showed a picture of nerds Come on, and then man. southeast asians a picture of gangsters and plaid shirts like why 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 do us kamai people like take pride in being like so so-called blacks of asia it's like like why why is why is that even a thing like we understand that gang life is part of it. I have brothers and cousins that are heavily in the gangs in the early 90s, but it's, I think it's kind of an insult to like the Kamais that are, you know, that are not a part of that life. So it's like, it kind of makes me cringe when I see that meme. So that's all I wanted yeah. to say. But how do you feel about that? I I know what they're trying to do. And, you know, it was more like comedy in a way, right? Like, right. I can see like a Chappelle or somebody going up there and, and telling that joke. Um, but then it just took a life of its own and then people just took it serious. People took pride in it. You know, I'm Cambodian. I don't consider myself no thug, no gangster. But, you know, the most important thing about that whole meme is the narrative that um, it puts on people. You know what I'm saying? The stereotype it puts on people. Um, right. You know, why wouldn't we want to be uh, smart? Why, why wouldn't we want to be um, owners and entrepreneurs like how they said the Koreans were and stuff like that. Right. Or why wouldn't we want to be smart? You know what I'm saying? Um, I never liked that. I never liked it when people posted up 
And I get it. I have a sense of humor. We have sense of humor. People don't know our sense of humor is pretty damn good. Oh, hell yeah. You funnier than me, Bong. You funny than me. You make me laugh. And it's hard to make me laugh. I don't laugh at a lot of things. Yeah, and it comes a time where um, I just didn't feel that that was the right type of thing to put on a community. Like, you know, I know loud people was very smart, too. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I know it was was set in comedy, but like some... But like just like anything, it can take a life of its own, and then it become it can become a narrative, and a mindset for people who actually think like that and think that's how they're supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I want, I want my people to be smart. I want them to be business owners. I want them, I want them to go ahead and um do things for the community as well. And there are a lot of people doing that. Like my boy Naren or our boy Naren. He's out there fighting. He's in the front line and stuff like that every day. He up in city hall. He out there and protesting and doing a lot of community doing a lot of community work or 925 guys buying up real estate, those guys, you know, um, they're out there moving too, but I, I never liked it. I never liked it. I don't support that. Um, so we just leave it at that, man. Like mm-hmm. hopefully y'all watch this and, yeah. and feel the same way as us. Hopefully. Yeah. And it's no shade to the gangsters because I got, you know, I got love for all the gangsters. Like, you know, crazy thing is it's the gangsters that show me a lot of support. They're like, yo, they see me at my new year to be like, I think they're gonna come, be, you know, talk some smack. But they come up to me like, "Yo, yo, Troy, my daughter loves you. Can I take a picture?" I'm like, "Yo, that's that yeah, makes yeah. me feel that makes me feel so good." No, I, like, yo, I had nothing to worry about, and like, you know, it's like, you know, I think I feel like, you know, it's part of our history, you know. But it's also like, it's just like the meme that like people that they're taking too much pride in it. It's like, yeah, they take too much. Yeah, that's yeah, what it is. They take too yeah. much pride in it, and they're happy about being you know ghetto and hood, or you know, if you want to talk about being hood or ghetto, is is really it could be anybody. It could be white, black, or, you know, don't necessarily have to be Cambodians. But for me, what I'm trying to do is just paint a better picture for us by being a YouTuber, being an entrepreneur and stuff like that. I don't necessarily have to say I'm Cambodian in every video. You know what I mean? I'm just more of just handling my business so that I can uh, lead the new generation into to believing in their dreams and, and picking up a skill set and being an entrepreneur and just do real work. Uh, for um, the community and the businesses out here, so I want to. Um, I mean that 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 meme is never gonna gonna die out. So like we really just gonna have to just deal with it. Um, and you know, I I don't know if it's ever gonna change. Um, that 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 type of uh, what was the word? That type of cachet that's put on our people. The I wanted to change. Yeah. The mentality. I just want the mentality to change, man, because yeah. we're very smart. We're very smart, you know. Um, just gotta apply ourselves and give our yeah. give our kids opportunities and stuff. But maybe we're looking too deep into it. It could just be yeah. that. I just I just want to know who created that because <laughs> that was wrong of whoever created that, man. You didn't have to call us for years now. <laughs> I know, but you don't have yeah. to call us that. Like if you if you want to be real about it, if if people want to be real about it, if we're the blacks of Asia. First of all, black people have done a lot for this country. Black people are very accomplished. They're they're they are some of the they are like you want to talk about black excellence, right? The word black excellence. They've done a lot for this country. They've accomplished so much more. They have so many businesses. Um, they're up in the Senate. Like they've they've done a lot. So if you're talking about we're the blacks of Asia, let's talk about how we can be great like black people in this country as well. All right. So that should be the new narrative, like how how we can be just as great as black people in this country by doing what they've been doing. And, you know, that's what I want to say about that, dog. 
Yo, I, I respect that. I respect your answer. You, you know, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, yeah. Um, have you had um, a Karen experience yet while you're, you know, going out and about, going to Wawa, getting a hot dog or something? Have you uh, heard anything under your breath? Like uh, any racism? I started to notice something when I was walking my dog, Sarah. <laughs> what happened? There was this crackhead or somebody like said, F you and your dog. I'm like, what? out of nowhere, like, what am I doing? I'm walking my dog. And I, I felt the I felt the hate in her heart. Like, I didn't do nothing. Like, F you and your yeah. dog. She's screaming at me from across the street. I'm like, wow. This is not that kind of neighborhood. I live in a really nice neighborhood. Like, yo, I got to watch out for her. Yeah, um, watch out for her. Um, take videos of her. Um, yeah, just be careful next time you walk Sarah, dog. You just never know, man. In these times here, you never know. She could be yeah. doing a drive-by, you know, stabbing mm -hmm. or some shit like that. You never so know. Just be careful. Yeah. Especially in New so York. Always, New York's crazy, oh, too. Always stay strapped. You know that gun you show me every morning, dog. <laughs> Hit him with the finger Glock. <laughs> you know, you gotta put. You know, here's the way you do it. You gotta, you gotta like put the the hand to protect the, you know, the cock. Damn, kickback. Put, that's crazy. Put your hand under the elbow to you know, protect the kickback. Put him. Um, yeah. Making that, making that motherfucker sing right now, dog. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, but no, um, I, I haven't experienced any any of that. You know, um, maybe when I was younger. Um, maybe, you know, I, well, I know I experienced when I was younger. Um, but now it's kind of like, I, I'm moving a way that's, I hate to say, but, you know, not saying it won't happen to me, but, um, I haven't gone in those things. You say you live in a nice neighborhood too. Yeah. I just moved here in July of last year and it's a, it's actually a predominantly like is a prime neighborhood, like, you know. So it's it's family oriented for the most part, but I, just yeah, I, I don't live in that I don't live in that type of neighborhood. I know my neighbors, so it's it's not that none of that stuff going down around here. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe you know when I move to a new place, it might be a little bit more you know uppity or whatever. And maybe it could happen there. But where I'm at right now, I'm comfortable. I feel like a lot of people know me anyway, so I don't think that would go down. I'm not saying it couldn't go down, but I haven't experienced anything yet as far as going out vlogging or anything like that. You know what I mean? So. I'm good. I'm Gucci, man. You know, because they know when I when I ride around with that whip, got that <laughs> glizzy on me. <laughs> the glizzy. Got the imaginary think, glizzy uh, on me. <laughs> also, do you think uh, racism is more uh, like active now than it was in the past, or just getting filmed now? I feel like nothing's changed. Nothing's I feel like nothing. racism was cracking back then too, and then it's just everything's on camera now. Like mm -hmm. people are going yeah. live filming. I think nothing has changed. Like. We had nothing's made no changed. I, I think it's got it's actually gotten worse. Yeah. Um, I think people Definitely. have got I think certain people have gotten the green light to go ahead and speak their mind on how they always felt about certain people. You know what I'm saying? Um I've 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 experienced not a lot of racism, but I've I've felt it from both sides growing up as a as a Cambodian immigrant. Um, you know. I felt it, you know, I got racism from white people. I got it from black people. Um, but I've got it more from white people. <laughs> That's a fact, um, too. I think, I don't even think the, the racism from the black people I got growing up was more racism. 
it's just something you know I, I think i was walking somewhere and someone called me bruce lee or something like that <laughs> or they would they would make the and you had the, the you had the bruce lee hair too i saw your picture you look yeah. like dragging the bruce lee story yeah Jason. i mean i, I kind of did look like bruce lee so um but you know black people actually became some of my close friends growing up anyways they were the you know the people that accepted me uh, i had white friends growing up too you know what i mean i'm, I'm kind of different man i kind of i like I like people, you know what I'm saying? It's not a black or white thing for me. I identify more with just black people just because I, you know, grew up loving black culture and listening to black music, hip hop. Um, new Trees. So for me, shout out to New Trees. Yeah, shout out to the New Trees, Miz and, and Prime Mega, man. Um, I just, you know, it, I just, it feels more natural, you know what I'm saying? Like just, just being in with my peoples. Um, I didn't really grow up with too many Asian people. I actually didn't grow up with any Asian people. So was so, I like your first Asian friend <laughs> <laughs> that you could call a friend that's a long-term friendship? We, we're t- 10 years, man. We family. Yeah, I think so. I think you were probably my first Asian friend. Um, wow. That's what's up. I, did, I, didn't have any, I didn't have any Cambodian friends growing up for sure. Yeah, you were my first Asian friend, dog. Um, I've known Asian people in like high school and stuff like that, but as far as close friend, I'd say you my my first Asian, you my first Asian and my first Cambodian friend. Whoa, you didn't I, I didn't really start. Homie? I didn't even, even want to have a my homie. No, wow. man, I go, like, I don't know, like, come on, um, yeah, you, you knew how I came up when I did my first music video, and then it was like some static going down because I'm not from, you know, Philadelphia, uh, but my main thing was just trying to put Cambodians on the map, but yeah. you know, people didn't see it like that. They say, you know, he's not from our hood. Why is he doing music video in here? Well, you, you know helped me. You helped put me on the map, so you're very much uh, partially responsible for my success. So people don't know you film like the majority of my music videos starting now. So that's like we're a team. Like, can we tell them like the story behind the name Hella Clay? Guess who came up with that? Who? J L Jupiter. <laughs> Remember how we used to talk our in a daily convo? We'd be like. You know how we just try to encourage each other to speak my in our lingo. We're like, yo, yeah. that guy is Hella Clay, man. You Chile, man. That yeah, person I, right there is hella Chile. So I'm like, it's stuck. I'm like, that should be my name. Because I remember, um, I remember you telling me you was actually from like the north, uh, northwest, and and at that time the word hella was like a West Coast slang. It still is a West Coast slang, but it was new. So uh, I remember, I think we was eating like pho or something like that, and and. And we was trying to speak Cambodian at the time. And I was like, man, that's hella chloe right there. You know what I mean? Hella chloe. That was cool, man. I thought that was and we kept funny. We kept saying that. We kept saying that. And, you know, it, t- it took a life of its own. You know what I mean? It's like um, it's like that uh, that Jay-Z bar. You you made it a hot line. I made it a hot song or something yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I made it yeah, a hot line. You made it a hot dope. song and shit like that. <laughs> so it was dope. Yeah. It was dope seeing it take, take a life of its own and... Um, you know what? What was meant to happen happened. That's what happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you, you, you did the rest. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I did the video stuff, but there never ever would be, to this day, another Hella Chloe with the type of personality, the type of way you took over the internet at the time within my um, communities and stuff. Like your face stands out. Like people can see you. I'm like, oh, that's Hella Chloe right there. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. It's the truth, though. You know what I mean? I tell you all the time. Like you, you have one of the best brands in the world because you can actually mess up doing something, messing up. You'd be like, you know, I'm just being Chilean. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, <laughs> it's one of those, like, uh, like 
brands that just can't mess up in a way. You know what I mean? People don't know. Uh, Chloe's fob accent is probably one of the best fob accents in the world. <laughs> I just take notes from like my booze and my, you know, my, uh, you, my you, you may take notes, but the way you actually say it is like the best and funniest way. One of the videos he had on YouTube was him ordering Chinese food. That's my he's very ordered, first video. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, you're, you're ordering everything off the menu. Like, can I get a Szechuan delight? <laughs> oh, maybe i'll link it say? in the description it's actually you on should. my page you should it's under that memo jackson so like the whole memo jackson that we could talk about on a different day it's like uh you know there was, uh, there was that's like my first youtube page so that's why i did all my music stuff but i uploaded it there and the, the first video shit can Bunny folks say was on that channel as well and that's the one that mm, i want to go off though that's that the one that put off. me on the map like no one knew who i was the day before that so and then people started sharing it on Twitter. I didn't even know what Twitter was. <laughs> that thing was like 300,000 overnight. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. Shot it on my iPhone 3GS on iMovie and edit it real quick. Yeah. yeah you, you, you were that guy. And, you know, you were that guy, man. And um, your quality of music, the parodies and stuff like that will forever be known. You know, people still know who you are. And there, there's people in Cambodia, you know, waiting to to meet you and stuff. So, sky's the passport, limit, my dude. Passport on the way, bomb. Can we travel together and do food videos together? I could be Shit. the guy that you know holds your bags, your camera bags, and your lenses. Shit, you ain't down. You ain't down. <laughs> I've been waiting on you. I bet my passport don't expire for another five years, man. You like me? Know I'm just, I'm just waiting for for this uh this piece of mail. It's coming. It's it's on the way, bomb. And we gonna we gonna turn up. And Cambodia got the some. Fullest. I've read some Cambodia's like travel thing is like so messed up. Like they charge you, they quarantine you first before you can go on vacation. And then they charge you. And then if you have it, they charge you even more. I don't yeah, know. Like, you gotta look into that. Like I heard about they make that it, too. Yeah, man, it's like it's like out of pocket the way they're doing it right now. But you know, hopefully Ho next year. Hopefully that clears up by the time I get my thing, thing, my my paperwork, my passport. It's word. coming. Word, so by word. then it should be you know it should be all you know old news by then you know. Should be back to regular, hopefully. Yeah, Shoot, man. if we can't go there, go to we go where we going? We going to Malaysia? We going to Shit. Thailand? We going to Vietnam? <laughs> let's do the whole. Let's go to the whole Mekong River tour. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy rich Asian. <laughs> you hear his accent is the best. I'm telling you, man, he does the best impression. Not man, your my, impression, Jamaican, but... my, my, my Haitian accent, because I have a, I have Jamaican homies out here, so it's like you know, it kind of like stuck with me, you know, like Vanel. My shout out to Vanel, man. That's my, my my best Jamaican homie. He's like one of my first New York friends, man, in real estate. Yeah, that was like my first job. So that's let's a whole hear it. Let, let, let's hear a Jamaican accent. Man, I'm shy, but I'm hella Ian. Why you put me on the spot, man? Because you you do it from time to time when we talk. Then let me uh... let the people hear, dog. I don't even you know, know right now, Wong. <laughs> Come Shoot. on. I can't even think of nothing right now. Do a catchphrase. Shoot. Do one of their phrases. Man, I don't even know right now, Bob. It just has to come. It has to come. You're letting the people hang right now, dog. You let them hang. They want to hear your 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 Jama Jamaican Chloe accent. You want to hear my Jamaican? <laughs> <laughs> Jamaican. <laughs> Jamaican. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yo, I was I was like speaking like that one day on the train, and someone thought I was a uh, Jamaican. They were looking at me weird, like yo, who's yo, this, this, this Chino speaking? <laughs> mm -hmm. There's actually a, a pretty good uh, amount of Chinese actually in Jamaica too. Oh, that's right, that's right. Mm -hmm. We everywhere. 
Yeah, man. Shoot. What my else you LED, got, dog? My LED went out, man. I mean, it's time to wrap it up, B. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good hour and twelve. That's, I think, that's great content, Bong. I, that's really I think good, we, dog. Should we let it rock or should we do some cuts? I think, I think for the most part, we went, we went, we flow like the River of Jordan, Bong. We was flowing. <laughs> Hold me like the yeah. river Jordan. Oh man, they don't know about the sing. Yo, can you sing uh my favorite song? I will actually finish this sentence. If I could change the world, I would. Is that Eric Clapton? If I could change the world, I would. I would be the sunlight in your universe. You'll be the sun. Maybe if I could change the world. Man, they don't know my bong got vocal and soul, man. You like? You like? Yo, yeah. you always tell me, yo, you got that soul for this. I'm like, what you talking about, dog? You know, what you saying? got the soul like, from the diaphragm that I don't have. I still have nasal. <laughs> I still have a lot of um. You hear the FOB in me when I sing the high part. <laughs> but yeah, you're, that's a blessing to be able to sing like that. But um, do you ever see yourself doing music again? Maybe doing a song? I saw that you did a song for your, your channel, yeah. that funny food song. We going out to eat. That's dope. It gave me a little flashback. Oh, JL's back in the stool. Like, yo, I, I was happy to see that. <laughs> I want to. You know me. Like, um, I actually need you to come record me because I hate the mixing and mastering process. But if someone just hooks up a booth for me, and tell me, hey, rap to this, sing to this. I could do it, and then I just need to leave the studio and let the let the producers and the engineers do their thing. I just really hate that. Like, some people hate editing video. I hate mixing, setting up, and mastering a, a song. That's just not my thing. I already told myself, if I'm ever gonna do music again, I'm just gonna hire somebody to go ahead and do that for me because I can't stand it. So, well, guess I love what, to get back. What? Go ahead. That's that's actually my favorite process. I love mixing. I love tracking vocals. That's my specialty. So what you're saying, Dal? Thought you'd never ask. Would you like to meet an engineer your next song, even if it's just a song? Yeah, man. And I pay you, dog. You know we gotta keep the resources and all. that. gotta pay my dog, man. Shoot. Th thanks, thanks for leveraging each leveraging each other. I appreciate mm -hmm. you being on my platform, and um, thank you actually for inspiring me to you know. To do this, because you know, I, rem I remember telling you about po I wanted to do podcasts for like a year now, like a year ago. But I just like, I was, I was like, I'll talk, you know, I'm like, shoot, I, I spent a lot of time researching. I wanted to make sure I got the right things the right year. But but like, I could have done this off a of phone, but like, I kind of want to do it right the first time, do get that right. good crispy quality. And our quality is immaculate, dog. You know what I'm saying? We're doing this with, I got a Cam Link streamer. Um, mm -hmm. You got... Um, I got the Camlink uh, clone on eBay. You got the you got the you got the Tamlink. <laughs> I got the, the Tamit Boonlink. <laughs> I got the it Cam Link works, though. It looks yeah, if you guys really wanna, good. If you guys want a video on my gear, I plan on doing it. I will show you how to set up a, a live yeah. stream setup at your home, yeah. and it's pretty dope. So we have we have a pretty good like professional setup. Like I'm actually streaming off of my DSLR camera. You're doing the same with your camera. We have an audio interface for our microphone setup, and yeah, our setup is pretty like legit. We can actually do a legit podcast but don't let that if you don't have it you know use your phone you know by any means necessary but mm -hmm. uh he's gonna do he's not he's not thinking about doing it he's actually gonna do a video to show you guys how to set it up but what you need to do first is get him he needs he's gonna do it when he reaches uh how many subscribers you got now 
I'm at 46k, maybe 50,000. I need a I need All to get right, that so when he reaches, milestone. Yeah, so get him to 50k and he going to do that video for y'all. How about yeah. that? You know yeah, I want to do more like um not so much like tech reviews but like gear like uh like most of my gear is like budget gear that that works but it's also like quality. But um like I've been just kind of like getting stuff I could afford and um pretty much any everything you need to like shoot quality videos and um you know have quality sound i'm a big i'm big on sound so i'm starting to mic my things up now my 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 videos micing up it makes a make a big difference tell you dog this is where this this make me sound sexy dog i'm not really a big talker you already know this but this microphone helps me sound good you know it gets my voice across you got you got your bass in your baritone i'm over here like high tenor and you know i sound like a i sound like alvin and chipmunk you sound like you know luther vandross you can can (laughs) sing dog sing something for the people you got me sing you got me. Say, all right. How about this? I'm. Uh, I'm gonna give you a little something, and then you 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 take the lead off of it. Ready? All right. All right. It better be a, a sign. Now. I'm gonna give you an alley. You ready? Have you ever loved someone so much you thought you'd die, giving so much of yourself? It seems the only way. Tell me what you want and die, and I will give it to you. You, <laughs> Yo, that was so hard on auto tune, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, my ball is an R&B head too, dog. You know what I'm saying? Got to give something for the people one time. Am, am I good enough to do backup vocals for your song? Oh hell maybe, yeah, man! Maybe turn me real low and then crank that auto tune. I think I, I, I can get away with you know a good hook. All right, look. A random, random question right now because we got to give the people something. All right. If you had to pick your favorite Asian rap song and music video gotta pick one you gotta pick a song and a music video mm-hmm. what would it be and then after that you're gonna have to give us a little sample of that song it has to have a music video though the one i like be in 2010 okay no music video just a song how about that shoot i'm a, I, there's a lot of good ones back then but i'm, I'm gonna have to say we 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 place it upon the window for my come on empire to rise spit my we, game about my life on this M I C tonight ripping through we, the show you know till all of your speakers blow we spit when I don't like we we need time to smoke the seed <laughs> I got a question I should I, I need to interview that was legit. Mike I go. <laughs> that was legit you gotta post this one as a snippet to to get, uh, have people go watch it that would be dope oh that that might be the trailer for it the teaser for it. That would be dope. That would, <laughs> all right. So, what's your favorite, either favorite, funniest Asian raps music video? Music ever. video ever. Uh, music video. Um, funniest Asian rap music video. Asian rap. Oh, Chucky Atkins. You beef, you never stop, we don't care. There will be no more peace. It's all about Vietnamese. Yo, Yo I heard you I heard you was a part of the V Unit. <laughs> Yo, V Unit was hard. They had the they had the the, the blonde split bangs and uh, they, I, was, they I was scared of the V unit dog in that video, man. It was tough, dog. They, you know what I'm saying? They, they were just retaliating for you know beating up the little brother, man. You know, that's a cool that's a yo, that's funny in the fact that uh what they were wearing and that they're they're acting. But there's no disrespect to Chucky. I, I actually know him from the Asian rap days. We we was homies, but um but like that it's funny because just the way that the acting was and uh the whole uh the bangs, yo, I can't get over the bangs. That's how we dress. 
You had the bangs too. You told me you had, had the bangs. bangs too. That probably would have been me if I if I had a camera guy and had a recording studio. We all would have done stuff like that. You know what I'm they, saying? They pulled up in the parking lot in a Honda Accord, stepped out. But the one one fight. thing I, one thing I wouldn't have done in my video is 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 make it a, a Asian versus black thing because in that video that's what he did. In the video. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> my homies are black. My brothers See, it's been, are black. It's been going on. It's been going on for years. <laughs> that was real life, right? Yeah. That was in the, that was in Toronto too. What was what's the name of their hood, their project? I know Jane and Finch. Jane and Finch. Yeah, Finch. We can't even talk smack about Jane and Finch because we're not from there, but it's actually known like it's yeah. a real gangster the hood, territory. The hood like, is the hood. I respect the hood worldwide, yeah, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter if it's in Toronto. There's some killers. Or there's some killers in Jane and Finch, even though it sounds like a like a Abercrombie and Finch type yeah. department store. But it's like it's a you know, you might get chopped up. You might you have to tuck in your necklace. You got to tuck in your chain when you go to Jane and Finch. Yes, gangsters everywhere, dog. Gangsters everywhere. So, gangsters make the world go around, man. Shout out to all the gangsters, man. Yeah, man. So, <clears throat> what else you got, man? Or are we gonna wrap this up? You know, I got. I, I, I think I think we covered a lot of great things. This is some great content, and I can't wait to share it with the world. And um, I, I want to keep continue this. You know, and anything you need me for. You know, to hit me up. You know, I'm gonna probably see you on Messenger right after this. You know, let me probably know what see you I can Messenger do. in the next minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you a know, really dope know. platform. Yeah, thank you, Bong. And um, yeah, if you have any friends that may want to be on here, it don't even matter. You know, like like it could be like someone that wants to talk about something. I'm down to listen. I'm down to you know have conversation, intelligent well, conversation. Chloe therapy. Mm. <laughs> Slay therapy. <laughs> Slay therapy. Come here and talk some shit. <laughs> you want to talk some shit? <laughs> yeah, man. Let's get Miz on here and be like, "Yo, Wishbone is not that good of a rapper." <laughs> we could talk. That's a whole hour episode right there about Wishbone. If you just say I the word bone, bone <laughs> you say the word bone around Miz, it'd be an hour long debate. You know what I'm saying? If you say Bone Thugs and Harmony, that'd be like a three hour long debate. <laughs> so the more the, you bring up a lyric, that'd be an all day debate. Yo, and Miz, if you see Miz. this. I would love to have you on my show, Miz. Let me know. Just DM me. You don't even have to email me. I'll holler at you. <laughs> now, who's who's your next episode? Can you talk about it now or no? Yeah, I'm in talks with a, a 15-year-old uh, one-man orchestra. He plays every instrument in the world. I did a YouTube Live the other day to test out. Made my little you know, announcement about this podcast I'm working on, Chili Talk. And uh, he, you know, he emailed me and then he, I'm like, yo, send me some videos of you playing something. He, he sent me some violin. So I'm like, yo, that's, that's awesome. He plays like my music too. I'm like, yo, this is a, uh, it's kind of like a prodigy type. This would be a great talent to, you know, show the world, especially at 15. And you could play the drum, the, the bamboo flute. You could play like, you know, that's dope. Also, you know, I'm, 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 I've made some contacts on some, you know, some, some, some names too, like some, 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 maybe some heavy hitters in the industry, you know, just waiting on confirmation. So just want to have a variety of different, different people. Also plan on reaching out to the Khmer communities in various cities in the nation too. I'm also open to international Zooms too, so. Yeah, don't wait for people, you know, I'd, I'd say get some people on here, but, you know, be on here consistently talking to people too, you know. Yeah. I, I'd love to just hear from you and get your viewpoints on a lot of things. Definitely. So come up, come up on here, talk about pop culture, talk about, you know, some throwback um, things like Asian rap. Have like an Asian rap section too. That'd oh, be yeah, dope, definitely. you know what I'm saying? I actually plan on um, doing an Asian rap section with a very special uh, Asian rap um, veteran that, you know, we, we was there at the same time around, you know. And we're still friends right. till today. And he's, uh, you know, he's made some... Uh, some big, some big hits. Actually, he he had uh, you know, some mainstream success. So, 
I already yeah. know who you're talking about, dog. That's my homie too. <laughs> yeah, that's your homie too. <laughs> that's right. That's See, my homie too. Your friend is my friend. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I think yeah, this let's... is great, man. I feel like um, you know, this is a this is a wrap. It's a wrap, man. Y'all, y'all better go ahead, hit that subscribe button, like, comment, and share. Let us know. Um, I shouldn't say let us know. Let Chloe know. You know, well, what it is you want on the next podcast, who you want on the next podcast, what issues you want. But I think this is a good free flowing. It's like the Joe Rogan experience. You know what I'm saying? They, they just sit up there and just talk. So, yeah, we you should we should questions? do this. We should, should email me. Yeah. We should you, we should do this once a month. I mean, right after your, you know, other people and stuff and just talk some shit. I would love that. We can just call it um talk that ish. Oh, oh, that ish. <laughs> bring about bring up about pop culture and stuff like that. You know, I like I like I like to, you know, have a platform to release all this stuff that I normally don't talk to a lot of people anyways, and I don't tweet at all. My personal page is not active. All my all my content is really just food based and all that stuff, but I love to have a platform where I can come up here, give you my thoughts on, you know, pop culture and Will and Jada, Nick Cannon, all that stuff. And, you know, that'd be cool if you're down for it, you know, once a month after the baby's sleep. Oh, definitely. I'm down. I'm down. This is, uh, you know, the reason I'm doing this is because I'm for practice, you know, like, like I, you, know, like, you know that I don't talk like this, too. Like, I've been getting nervous talking on camera. So this is like my next step in life is to be a good speaker. You know, I've been doing mm. like. I've been in front of a camera doing other stuff for 10 years. Like, why, why am I in? I shouldn't be in, man. I should be a seasoned vet just like you, Bob. Um, I think I've always had it in me. It's just like every time I look at the lens, I'd be like, is there a booger in my nose? <laughs> you know that, you know? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I need some coffee. Uh, uh, uh. My allergies. <laughs> <laughs> Get panic attacks. <laughs> I think yeah, I'm good though. Talk... I think I'm in the right. I'm in the right state of mind. I feel at peace with myself, and I'm like, yo, I think we're just gonna get better, and we're just we're gonna grow together, and um, as a community, as homies, as family. I think this is good. Uh, as good as uh, starting point for me. <clears throat> yeah, man. Proud of you, dog. Let's go ahead and uh, get a text from the wife now. She asking me to wrap it up, B. You know what I'm saying? So let's, let's wrap, wrap it up. It up. This is good. Now we get to go to bed early. This is what I'm excited for. Oh, yeah, it's my bedtime. Shoot. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> we we puck real quick, man. I, you know, I smell like um, Kapit from the plums I just had earlier. <sighs> for the record, I always hated the smell of Kapit. That was the worst <laughs> smell ever, dog. It's, it's, it stinks so good, though. <laughs> Some people might say I'm too good. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm too um, Cambodian for nothing or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, man thank you so so much for being my guest man my first guest in my day one this is jl jupiter make sure you subscribe to this channel get him to 100k asap venmo him at jl jupiter if you want to support you know what i mean and um bless up bong and i'll see you on messenger in three two one <laughs>